and thank you for joining me and my co-host Claire. Hello. My regular <laughs> Jamila. Hello. <laughs> and my producer Uzma. Hello. For another episode of Poopology here in Ibiza. So before we start off, I'm going to actually do a little bit of shameless marketing on behalf of a spa hotel that we went to yesterday. Just to be clear, we're not being paid to advertise in any way, so this is just see it more like a review. We spent the whole day yesterday, we absolutely loved it, so I thought I'd just start off by talking about that first. It's a place called Atzaro, that's A-T-Z-A-R-O. Com, and they have the most beautifully well manicured sort of exotic gardens set inland in Ibiza with an amazing kind of Thai style spa facilities. We spent the entire day there relaxing, eating the most amazing food mm. and really chilling out to the point where we all kind of fell asleep for a brief we, period. We also did inadvertently put ourselves through two hours worth of yoga which we... Um, Yes, so the yoga class was also wonderful, but yes, it was extremely long and some of us who are kind of yoga first timers, I guess, found it a bit difficult or, yeah, beginners, I don't know, it was more like an intermediate stroke advanced kind of yoga session and it did go on for two entire hours. I feel like it needs to be said that I felt like the smart one in that I was just like I wasn't feeling like doing an hour of yoga and decided to stay on the day bed. I think you'll find it was two hours. I know (laughs) but we all did think it was initially going to be an hour and then about um, an hour and a half in I'm like oh my gosh where have they gone? Have they just left me and gone wandering? We haven't gone anywhere we're still doing the yoga. (laughs) I went off and put my swimming costume on and got all nice and comfortable and saw them still I think you were doing downward dog when I saw you guys well about the 20th time probably and I just thought oh they're still doing yoga I wonder how long they've been it's going to continue and went back to the day bed so I feel like I made the best choice yeah I mean it was a painful experience and (laughs) And I think it was amazing yeah if any of us knew it was two hours we may have opted out of that but still it was an amazing experience amazing spa we totally enjoyed ourselves and we ate the most amazing food and pretty much slept and sat around in a huge cabana talking and just chilling out. So highly recommended. If you do come to Ibiza, you should go and visit it for sure. So on that note, since we've been talking about yoga and, you know, exercise, (laughs) I thought that we should start off by talking about this Nike plus size mannequin that has been heavily in the news recently and I just wanted to get what everybody's views are. I have read some comments on Instagram on some posts that people have been posting around and some of it was slightly concerning to me to be honest and I know that Uzmar was saying that she has read something in the Guardian. I think it's actually the Telegraph, sorry. Okay. Of the actual article that was written about it and how this woman who is actually the writer of this she literally writes that i fear that the war on obesity is lost or has even as in unfashionable ceased to exist for fear of upsetting people into an early grave and then she goes on to say she is in every measure obese and she is not readying herself for a run in her shiny night gear she cannot run she is more likely pre-diabetic and on her way to hip replacements. Wow. Okay, so can I just say that I think that person just needs to shut up because I've actually ran with people who are significantly heavier than me, did a 10k obstacle race and was passed by a woman who was at least three stone heavier than me and she put me to shame. What I don't get is if this person is obese, would 
you not want to help them by doing fitness and for them to do fitness they require fitness outfits outfits yeah yeah i mean i totally agree i think that you know surely if you are plus size and you want to lose weight and you want to be healthier you need gym clothes and why should you have to wear ugly gym clothes when everyone else is in their nikes and adidases and sweaty betties and yeah. you know sweaty betty for example they have beautiful clothes i'm always looking through the window but i never go in because i know they have nothing in my size for example you know it is made for sort of size four to ten you know they say eight on there but it's not even eight i mean i'm pretty sure that Osmar, you would be on the I'd you know on the large it, yeah. yeah on the large yeah. And you're the slimmest out of all of us. So they're discriminating people that probably need fitness more than the people that they're actually advertising. I just don't get what the, all the furore is about having a plus size model or mannequin. They have been around for such a long time. A lot of the stores that I go to, especially for those stores that cater to my shapeliness and my round behind, often have mannequins that are significantly larger than myself and they've got clothes on so you can actually see what things look like for your shape, for your size, so you don't have to go through the humiliation of trying something on in a dressing room only to find out that you look like a hoochie mama and that you know all the things that you don't want hanging out actually hang out and everything that you want pulled in is actually hanging out or hanging over or puffing over so you've got muffin top i welcome having sportswear where i can actually say okay i think it's going to fit my behind it's going to fit my thighs it may even fit fit my boobs yay just looking at linkedin and there's lots of interesting comments people really positive for the Mm -hmm. mannequin and there are some people who perhaps not so positive but one of the more bizarre comments i've seen is that someone feels sorry for the workers in the store who have to lug about a plus size model they're made of fiberglass they're not (laughs) representative of the weight of the person that you're moving around and to be honest are they really taking up that much space i mean i'm looking at a picture on instagram of this mannequin right now and to be honest it's not that big i mean i'm probably bigger than this mannequin myself so i don't think that you know i'd be quite upset if people that work in shops find it difficult to get around me I'm not the Michelin <laughs> you know. isn't it bad enough that you go into some stores and the largest size they do is a 14 yeah. and you know it's, it's good old you know fashion da, 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 da. and that's all well and good but I probably am the most unstandard size 14 you can ever get like my ribcage and my waist a 14 my boobs and my butt and my thighs are definitely not so I'm, I'm either getting a 16 or 18 so it fits round and actually hangs right or not but this mannequin would help me know whether or not it's gonna actually look good uh, yeah. yeah so wasn't it to sort of um popular i don't know how many years ago for people to be slightly more overweight so the more round and more meat you had on your body the more you were considered to be rich yes i mean in the 1950s 1960s you know the average size was different to the average size now Mm -hmm. and it was more fashionable to be rounder in fact skinny ladies wore dresses with padding around the sort of hip area to make Mm, their to emphasize bums yeah look slightly larger but then you had all that sort of the cape moss era which Mm. is what started off the super skinny look and then for a while that was also shamed 
you know, being yeah. over skinny was not necessarily seen as a nice thing and people were talking about fashion models and how they were too skinny and I think a couple of people died from eating disorders mm. and, you know, the fashion world kind of stopped supporting the over skinny look. And now, I mean, I don't know where we are now, to be honest with you. I think there's a lot of this sort of celebrity culture yeah. out there. So lots of people are, you know, like The Only Way is Essex <clears throat> and Love Island and all this sort of stuff, representing pretty much the same sort of profile of, you know, so, people. So is it basically, we've got now we're getting all our information from lots of people who have no education or qualifications <laughs> in that area, but are still offering advice about how to be healthy and how to look better and how to be your best Well, self. some of it I don't think is advice. There is a comment in here on LinkedIn and it just says, were there any plus size male mannequins in the store? I mean, that's something we don't know, do we? We actually don't know. So unless we go to night town, we'll never find out. No, it was only talking about women. So sorry, caller. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it, because those guys, is it it Giacomo? They've got Giacomo, yeah. Yeah. Which is an entire brand devoted to people who are either taller or a little bit no, larger. It's not like uh, plus size, you know, brands don't exist though. For men and women it yeah. exists. Yeah, it's just lots. this one mannequin and it's the fact that it's in a sports shop. So I think the reason some horrible people have made some of the comments that they have is because they are directly linking, you know, sportswear and sports brands and, you know, overweight. So if you're a sports brand, you're supposed to be condoning people doing healthy things and being healthy. So yeah. if you've suddenly got plus size wear, that means you're condoning, you know, an unhealthy lifestyle because they're talking about obesity you know they're putting obesity and all these things in the same sentence and diabetes and I mean you heard the thing that was 75 because isn't offering people that you think may be obese or overweight like the nice options so that they feel like oh yeah I want to put that on and actually work out and work out somewhere else where people can see me uh, potentially because maybe they need some support I mean that's the thing isn't it because self-esteem you know especially if you're a bit overweight yeah you can sometimes have a slightly lower self-esteem and one way in which you can feel better about yourself is to wear nice clothes and to put makeup on and you know things that make you feel good Mm. basically wear nice underwear and that sort of stuff so if that option is taken away from you so suddenly there are no nice clothes for you to wear you know how is that supposed to help your self-esteem so because I'm overweight do I have to just walk around like a slob in oversized horrible clothing and you know and I'm forced to go to the gym where I can see all these other young, slim, healthier people. I already feel intimidated by them for walking into the gym my size. But then I'm also not allowed to wear nice clothes. You know, I'm forced to actively look even worse. So that's just a bit of a... Yeah. Sometimes I think there is a confusion between fat equaling unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that someone who has a little bit more um, weight on them is necessarily unhealthy. You may look at thin people and they could be a lot more more unhealthy than say us here yeah yeah so i think there's this automatic assumption that because you're slightly rounder yeah that you are more unhealthy yeah and i think your ability to do exercise isn't as hindered as people think so you know now that i'm overweight yes i struggle a little bit with things like yoga where stretching is required however you know myself and uzma go to the gym together sometimes and you actually are much better than i am like Uh, you can withstand for longer at a higher like resistance than I definitely can and we go on the cross trainer together and the you know the bikes together
other and you know sometimes the treadmill and from a cardiovascular perspective and I'm 20 years older than her and I have some bad habits I can actually go faster go longer go harder than she can and she's clearly half my size <laughs> so I don't think the size necessarily is an indication no. of your yeah. physical ability to do exercise yeah and actually I was reading uh, something here on Instagram from a young lady who's going by the name of Super Sarah on Instagram and she's written I wish at Nike London having a plus size mannequin wasn't seen as controversial or as revolutionary it should be normal for all size bodies to be represented but unfortunately the media backlash caused by one mannequin was wild and people were saying the most ignorant poop in response <laughs> that bit's a bit edited there my two takeaways after reading too many fat phobic tweets is this one you can't judge someone's health especially mental health by looking at their body size so assuming someone who's thin is healthy is just as stupid as assuming someone who is fat is unhealthy two even if someone is in poor health for whatever reason they still deserve respect and they're still worthy of a little humanity thanks for coming to my ted talk i'll just be over here loving my fat babely self who by the way could probably squat your entire body weight in some nike gym tights well, <laughs> round of applause <laughs> that's superstar well done super you. sarah well sorry done, super, super sarah, sarah. Yeah. yeah now officially one of my heroes yeah exactly i so, love the idea that she could squat somebody else's body weight and there's a lovely picture of her next to the mannequin oh ah oh, i saw her on linkedin she's cool mm. yeah now she is the what around about the same size as the mannequin yeah she looks gorgeous she does yeah she does I mean I don't understand what the big deal with this mannequin is to be honest with you do you think it's more of the media picking up on something rather than um, I mean clearly this particular person who wrote the article has a bit of an issue (laughs) you know clearly they personally um, do and newspapers love to you know uh, print stuff that's yeah print stuff that's like slightly edgy gets them readers right look all this attention I mean even we're giving it attention so they love that sort of stuff literally written she is immense vast she heaves with fat wow wow, that's wow. yeah heaves. actually I'm, that's I'm really like... difficult to heave with fat when you're made of fiberglass <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna say that it also has the smokes of self-hatred like was she a fat person really and now she's a secret thin person is she a secret fat person that's just pretending that you're like so airbrush and nobody ever sees her i have no idea she seems she seems very angry <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it does seem extremely hateful doesn't it and for what reason exactly so some people are a bit overweight you know i'm not even sure i I quite understand or agree with some of the comments you know like i said the word obesity this mannequin doesn't look that big to me yeah well according to her it's above size 16 okay then it just becomes obese in her eyes i think well then she really needs to check like one of those bmi tables and actually see that actually it's about ratio of muscle to fat not just size so, like I, I said, uneducated. Quote, the new Nike mannequin is not size 12, which is healthy, or even 16. A hefty weight, yes, but not one to kill a woman, suggesting that the weight of this mannequin is enough to kill a woman. How? Kill a woman like, by falling on her? Washing <laughs> <laughs> like, her? Oh my gosh. Falling on her neck and stopping the um, airflow? Like, I don't <laughs> understand how that could happen. Yeah. 
kill it. Maybe it's like that movie, you know, when the mannequin comes alive. Oh, no, you mean mannequin. Kim Cattrall. Mannequin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Kim Cattrall. Yeah, because yeah, she yeah. was a super large. Yeah. What was what was the phrase about the fat? The um bulging? The no, well heaving. Heaving. Heaving fat. Yeah, yeah. Obviously mannequin. And mannequin too. They were both <laughs> mannequin and mannequin too. <laughs> we're, both <laughs> <laughs> we're both heaving fat. In here, she mentions the new Nike mannequin is not even a size twelve, which is healthy. What does healthy mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be well, honest with you, I have a friend who's six foot five or something, and she's a size sixteen because she's six foot five. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm not sure. Again, size and you know healthy and weight and for her size. She's perfectly slim and healthy looking. Mm. You know, she's slightly athletic. She's not stick thin. But for her height, you know, that size works. Yeah. So I just don't know, again, if size is relevant. Um, I once went to school with a girl who looked thin and, you know, like that sort of stereotypical, like, I don't know, whatever glass she had, but looked thin. And then we did that whole, you know, pinch an inch kind of thing in sports class, which I would like to say that my inch was, it wasn't an inch, so I was a pink. And she was just flab. There was no muscle definition. She was thin, but it was like fat over bone. And there was no muscle in between. Like she was a size eight. I wonder if this journalist knows about visceral fat. I don't think so. Oh, wow. Well, picture of her looking incredibly... Size 12. Womanly. 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 And one with her holding a cigarette. So that's obviously very healthy, isn't it? She's obviously the epitome of health. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like if you're going to put yourself out there and be so damning, you need to ensure that you've got your shit in order. I just think if you're going to, like Jim says, put yourself out there as the epitome of health and knowledge about health, then you better be it. Yeah. Live it. Breathe it. And don't eat it. <laughs> well, if you ate it, you wouldn't be you, know, <laughs> you you wouldn't be size sixteen and obese, according to this person. So I went to oh, I can't remember. It was a while back now. I went to the doctors and had to do a few tests and stuff. He did my BMI and he said to me, "Oh, you are obese." And I just looked at him and went, "Well, no, I'm not." And he went, "Well, medically, you are obese." And I said, "Well, you may say that." but it's a good job that I have high self-esteem and I don't think that that is true. So I went home and told my husband and he went, don't worry, I'm morbidly obese. (laughs) Don't worry about it. But also the thing is that they base it on weight and your height and actually like if you get a proper scan they'll base it on your muscle density your yeah muscle um, mass your bone mass everything else else. yeah and then they give you an accurate description rather than these i don't know cracker like pull out oh yes this is you oh was it cookie cutter or was it i don't know fortune cookie like oh yes fortune cookie fortune cookie oh look you know i'm looking at you i break open the cookie oh look you're a beast oh oh, look you're not a beast i don't know why I'm doing an accent. I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) So that brings us on to holidays with your friends because that's obviously what we're on at the moment. What is it like going on holiday with your friends? It's horrible. I hate every moment of it. No. Well, they do say you kind of find out about what your friends like yes, on holiday yeah. more than you do any other time because obviously you're like basically trapped <laughs> together in a location for more than, you know, mm-hmm. four hours, which is what you would probably normally, you know, spend four or five hours mm-hmm. maximum together in London, you know, doing whatever, having dinner, hanging so out. So I would say out of the four of us, three of us have one thing in common. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> 
I like. So I'm going to leave you guessing which three that is, and we're not going to say. Well, yeah. listen, it's not my fault if food ferments. <laughs> food ferments in my stomach, and the fermentation process lets off gas. Okay, right, that's, so that's, that's, that's one totally, person out. You know, totally not my fault. What do you mean, one person out? She said she wasn't going to say who it was. Yeah, you, and you had the biggest fearful look on your face. <laughs> She had the biggest fearful face. <laughs> no, but, um, no, seriously, seriously. Who would have thought that's the one thing that we all have in common? <laughs> Unanimously, we all have that in common. Uh, well, Uzma admitted that. Yeah, but she, she farts too. But she said, well, she said she farts when she sneezes. And because her sneeze is so loud, you no can't hear the farts. I mean, the last time I went on a girl's holiday was when I was 18, and I was no longer friends with the people I went away with <laughs> by the time we came back. So I was a little bit afraid because you guys were like, you know, my besties. And you thought you might not have any best friends left. I think it's sort of, it's different when you go on holiday when you're a lot younger, yeah. right? So we're a slightly more mature ladies and we're able to say, <laughs> you know what? We felt it, we're proud. <laughs> I need five minutes to pop to the loo. <laughs> I'll be all right, but just I'll catch you up. <laughs> and none of us bat an eyelid and we all go, okay. <laughs> because we all secretly know <laughs> what what's <are> going on. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but honestly, it's been really, 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 really good. It's been really relaxing. For me, I remember going on holiday with a bunch of girlfriends in my early 20s, and literally all we did was grab a bunch of stuff, put it in whoever owned a car, and drove with not much money, hoping that we would find a beach and probably sleep in the car or sleep on a beach. Going on holiday when you're in your 40s, late 30s, 40s, you have <laughs> so <-20s>. much. <laughs> You have, but you have disposable cash. You have income. You can spend money on nice things. You can go for nice dinner. You mean yeah. you don't have to but sleep no, in the car? Right? Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, sleep in the car. Sleep in it on a bed. Yeah, especially with our farting. Can you imagine us all? We'd all be dead by now. Oh, God, God. That's too small a space to be trapped. <laughs> need a limo. <laughs> Oh my God. So I remember, individual I remember being yeah. on holiday with, with a friend of mine and we, we just decided we're just going to pack the car up, we're going to hit the road, it's going to be awesome. We couldn't find anywhere to stay and we eventually found this car park area. We woke up in the morning, we were in a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did we even, like, what happened? Like, did you even not, not? No, because it was so dark that we couldn't find anywhere to stay that we just found this, no wonder it was empty and free. <laughs> like, it was a graveyard. Nice. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, going on your on a holiday with your girlfriends when you're in your 20s is vastly different to yeah. when you're a grown-up. As we've seen from some of the shows that we've had nightly. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> of the younger people on the island, yes, yes. It is fun, though. I have to say, I did think you guys 
I say you guys, I'm not going to out anybody, but whoever decided that we were going clubbing on the night we flew in, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. They're on crack. They're really, they're seriously on crack. I'm like, who, who, who goes clubbing the same night that we Excuse me, you, you stayed the latest. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, you're, I know. I, I am I know. going to out you no, and say no. that we, we came home and you stayed behind. I mean, <laughs> I mean even I, I pecked it in early about 5 a.m. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. You and Osma stayed till what? Six. Six. Sunrise? No, it was. It's still dark. No, I watched it sunrise, was sunrise back in the hotel. Yeah, because okay. I was here awake yeah. and she walked in. And I was watching the sunrise okay, when she walked in. Arriving during. I was not aware. So of sunrise. you By chose. That point, my eyes were probably closing. You, you chose to stay behind with the twenty-five-year-old and continue the music, dancing. Yeah, the music was good. I had my groove. And on. the twenty-five-year-old came home and said to me, "Jem wanted to stay till closing time, but <laughs> yeah. I told her this thing closes at eight. I'm okay. going home. You're <laughs> on your own." <laughs> So I, not we, quite the conversation. We, we, but I we all know. We all know about I, you. So don't don't no, like. I did actually think it was closing at six. <laughs> I thought we only had another hour to go. When you said like closing at eight, I went to the loo and I was like, should we go now? <laughs> <laughs> Just for five minutes though. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't have been of any use to anybody the following day. Yeah, I, I left a club at eight. Eight a.m. Because well, I would have been away I mean, we had over a, twenty-four hours. That we part, had that a point. pretty chilled out day after as well you know you could have yeah. slept the whole day if you wanted to yeah you know. although the most hilarious thing was that we came back for like the next day we were going out that night yeah and so we all had an <laughs> afternoon nap and we sat because we knew we had to leave at what 11 yeah something yeah. like that so we, well, we had to be up at 11 yeah. had to be up yeah. at 11 so Jim and I are sharing a room and we set the alarm for 11 and I remember the alarm going off I woke her up. And you did. And I went, oh, surely we can do another half an hour. So I woke we, up 15 minutes later. And then and then it wasn't until 20 past 12 <laughs> that Jim went, shit, we've got to get up. And I'm like, oh, bugger, I'll go have a quick shower. And literally just as I was walking to the bathroom, you knocked on the door. Yeah. And I went, oh, we're not ready yet. And you looked at me with absolute concern. So we need to be there by one. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Jim and I actually got dressed and ready in nine minutes. <laughs> we still got it. That that was pretty awesome. Nine minutes to get yeah. us ready. Literally, yeah. there was no thinking going on. It was yeah. just like. <laughs> and then you asked us about our tickets. We were like, "What ticket? I gave you the ticket." <laughs> yeah, I had to do a sprint back to the room. Yeah, yeah but you can't. But we managed it. We managed it. We did. We managed two nights, and then we managed a nice beach date. No, not yes. beach date. Be- yeah. Well, beach kind of poolside. hotel poolside, poolside day. day, chilling out, maxing, relaxing. And then obviously Keeping we had cool. to have yesterday, you know, in the spa, just to calm things down. Yep. Yeah, basically. We have to take it back to, you know, the maturity level of women professionals. Are you saying you're not ready to go clubbing again now? Jim, (laughs) you're talking about professional women. You had mojitos for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have mojitos for breakfast. I'll have you know that I was proper English and I had a full English breakfast. And what was your drink? The first one was a sunshine smoothie, which was the the strawberry and mango smoothie. And then I moved on to mojitos. So I I was very good. So it was your third drink of the day. <laughs> it was my third oh, drink of the day. And fourth, please. And fourth. <laughs> and fifth, sixth. No, no, that was rosé, I think. Wine was over dinner. Wine was over dinner. Yeah, but that was it's like how many hours later. Yeah, it was like dinner. That doesn't count. There's such a big gap between I the drinking. I right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the junior. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
as I sip slightly more liqueur. Well, I feel like if we found the right club with the right music, you would be totally down for another yeah. night of dancing, for sure. You know what? If it's R&B, garage, R&B, Ana- Another garage. night at Pasha. <laughs> R&B or garage. <laughs> and not doof, 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 doof. Like, music that I actually understand would be useful. So you can drop it like it's hot. Dude, you know I got it. <laughs> Well, you did make a lot of new friends that night. Lots I'm, of people wanted to be your pal and dance I, with I you. Com- and, and the thing is, you, you didn't even tell me this because I was completely unaware, apart from the guy who fell on our drinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, our, our very expensive drinks. drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, Pasha is definitely the best, best. club yeah. oh, yeah. in it. town. Loved it. Especially Mucho Muchacho, Cream Barbershop. That's the night for Gem. Was yeah, it? it yeah. was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we, after seven years, we came back just, just for, for him. him. And, the, the, reason and we the reason we went out on the night. first night yeah. was because that was his I, night. I, no, I knew there was a reason for us going that out. But at the same time, I'm like on the plane thinking, this is the craziest thing I've ever done. I woke up at 6.30. Yeah, but you're, listen, listen, I booked flights at 5 p.m. So you didn't have to wake up at 6.30. I had stuff to do, man. If you'd been better (laughs) organised. Actually, she's almost one friend down from this holiday. (laughs) (laughs) I am rethinking and reviewing the situation right now. No, but actually, I'm currently getting friend points right now. I can see that. I'm losing. I'm losing. No, but I normally wake up at five. I had a lion and I had stuff to do. And I did try and lie in longer, but it's just not part of my DNA. Fair enough if I'd been out the night before and club until six, might have been easier. But it wasn't. Maybe you should have done that as a pre party. (laughs) Pre party. I was woken up at quarter to five, but I didn't want to get up at quarter to five. I was just woken up from, I think, child number two. Right, yeah. Mr. Five. Oh, I have to say, I think I got up about nine. Ugh. So I got up Ugh. about nine, but I did go to bed at 3 a.m. Okay. I left the office at midnight, so, you know, probably the same length of hours, yeah. I think. Yeah. Anyway. I can honestly say going on holiday with, with you guys is fun. We all know what we want, and we're happy to say what we want to do. There's no... Mm, I can't believe you said that to me. All that kind of stuff. It's just okay. We just, we just think it inside. So let me let me. Put, <laughs> oh God. Let me put the question this way then: Have you ever had disastrous holidays with your friends? Yes. I mean, you've obviously said that you lost an entire group of friends after I a holiday. I'm, I'm not entirely sure they were friends to start off with, but that's a, a different matter. So, have you had other disastrous holidays where I've you? Never done you've, it again. This is the first time I've. I've, I've oh chosen really? Really? Oh my god! Twenty years later. I went away with that five seriously scarred you. I went away with five friends. I did not speak to any of them again. Like you wow. were proper traumatized. Then. Wow! What happened? It was all sorts of shit. Wow. All okay, sorts. gosh, that sounds rough. Jeez. Yeah. I've been on a few hen parties away for the weekend, which have been interesting. Mm. Especially when you go away with people you'd like literally never met before in your life. Yeah. If you go away with them, they're always interesting. But I haven't really been on any sort of disastrous I don't think I've holidays. been on any disastrous holidays either. But I have been on a few holidays where, you know, it's been challenging. Yes. And I've thought, okay, I love you, but I'm never going on holiday with you again. And one of those things is, like, as you were saying earlier on, just about the whole sort of, you know, everyone has to do everything all together all the time thing. You know, my stance is... Yeah, I mean, my stance is more like, these are the things I want to do. Does anyone want to join? And if people want to join, great. If not, I'll go and do them anyway, and Mm. you're 
free to do what you want to do and no hard feelings see you later yeah. you know maybe just make plans to meet at dinner time and everyone goes off and does their own thing during the day or yeah. something like that so I do get annoyed when it's kind of like no I want to do this do this with me do this with me and you're yeah. thinking well actually I don't want to you know I, I would rather do something else and if yeah. you say no then they're like I don't want to go on my own you know okay. <laughs> you know and it okay. turns into no, no, one of these no 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 decision made we're not going <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. was very nice this morning to wake up and there was a note from Jamila saying, gone for a walk with Eve, message when you wake up. Now, what was nice about that, that it wasn't a message on my phone that potentially would have woken me up. It was just a nice handwritten note. So I got up, had a shower, dried my hair, got dressed, sent the message. Okay, met you. Actually woke us up. But yeah, you did. Yeah. But it's fine. It was late and I needed to wake up. <laughs> not for 11 so. <laughs> I didn't feel so bad <laughs> I would have just and we didn't really sleeping. walk that far we found somewhere that we could get breakfast and then we just sat there and then when we got your message we were like oh we'll just sit here a bit longer and then I got Uzma's message and we were like we'll just sit here a bit <laughs> well, longer Uzma was only about 15 minutes behind yeah. me yeah. Yeah. but we were having fun sitting there chatting yeah. and you know drinking juice so and a some people house. were drinking mojitos but you oh. know there, there was only one person it was Jamila Jamila rules <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I have had some interesting holidays like that last year actually I went to India with one of my bestest friends and it was a mixture of disastrous but weirdly it was the only holiday where our entire holiday was full of lots of disasters and during certain parts of it we really wound each other up because we had to share a room for most of it and it was like three weeks long oh, three and a half weeks like long getting away. and India was challenging we were backpacking so there was no luxuries whatsoever and it's a, just a very challenging country to be in because nothing's easy you know there's no signposts there's no clear indications of where anything is or how to get there and there's not even a lot of people who know when you ask them you know where is the bus station some of them don't know where it is so it's a challenging place to be so all the time you're kind of feeling dealing like yeah dealing with things and trying to figure out where to go and how to go and how to get there and how to stay alive basically so that mixed in with our close proximity having to share even beds in some occasions I think we started to get a little bit of sort of cabin fever on occasions and started bickering with each other however we were bickering one minute and then sort of laughing and joking and having fun the next minute so it was a little bit like being a married couple I think (laughs) but at the end of the holiday I just said to her I had the most amazing time and even with the bickers and and some of the weirdness I would totally do this with you again because we knew that we were both feeling challenged and on occasions like uncomfortable and we knew that we were just bickering but at the end of the day you know we love each other and it's okay so that was an interesting experience for me to go on holiday with someone and have like difficult moments but yet come out the other end thinking I would so do this again you Mm. know I'd I'd do it all over again because it doesn't matter yeah but I was about easily 20 years ago maybe 17 years ago I went on holiday with one of my close mates and it was a driving holiday and we went to Rotorua and we stayed up there for the weekend and we were in her car and we went out the night before we were due to come back and got 
absolutely toasted and I was so drunk I was so hung over the next morning that all I could just do was vomit all over the place it was disgusting she had to drive classy eight, it was super class <laughs> she had to drive eight hours because we were supposed to be sharing the driving and I was so hung over oh she had to God. drive all the way home it was like an eight hour journey and I'm sitting in the passenger seat going <laughs> and I could see she's getting really pissed at me and really cross so she had to drive back eight hours we were supposed to be sharing the driving. I'm sitting in the, the passenger seat in agony, just roll. I'm so hungover. We had to stop like every 10 minutes so I could vom on the side of the road. So I felt really bad for her because I was just like, you drove eight hours on your own. We got halfway and she said, I'm really strong. I'm going to have to stop for a break. I need a nap. So we had to pull into this car park. And I'm just lying there going, I'm dying. And we could see this family in a minivan. And you could see the mum and dad sort of looked at each other and went, <laughs> no, we know what you're going through. Remember, we were driving along. It was this really long, straight road, and they must have done a little bit of road work on it. And I'm just sort of lying, existing, I think is what it was called, existing in the front seat. We're driving along, and she could see that there'd been some road works, and she didn't know what to do. And I don't know what made her do it, but we were driving along, and just as she was driving over it, there was a, a section of the road had been taken out. And as we drove along, she didn't realise that she should have slowed down, and we just went flying over. We went Boom! Oh and we went up God. to the So what she did was she reached out with her left hand and she went, hold on! Oh and my God. Went, boom! And I thought, why are you even putting your arm out? Put both of them on the steering wheel. Yeah. She was she trying, was trying to, to save you. you. She was, yeah. even though I had annoyed her because I was so <laughs> ill the whole way. Love, that is. That's friendship love. Yeah, that's proper love, yeah. I don't know if I love you that much. Yeah. <laughs> hold on! <laughs> I, I would have just pulled over and said, like, it's your turn, you need to suck it up. <laughs> but as somebody that can't drive, I would have been doing driving in the first place. So I wouldn't have been doing my turn. Oh, I did feel bad for her. That was like a little driving holiday we went on and I literally could do no driving. So. <laughs> Is this the one where you woke up in the seventh? No, it's oh. a different one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It's not the same one. <laughs> Different holiday. So one thing I've found interesting this holiday, and I'm glad that the group that I'm with are not doing it, is the um, swimsuit attire. <laughs> I am a little sick of seeing butts, <laughs> all of these butts with the G-string, so I'm really glad that our group has not um, partaken in That's that particular fashion. That's going to g-string out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it is very Dallas. I don't know, is it Dallas? Dynasty. 1980s. I feel like I could just be going. Da, 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 da. Is that the same tune? I think so. Yeah, it is. But they just, I don't know, if those women had shoulder pads and like really big poofy hair, it would fit in better with those swimsuits and just their butts hanging out. Well, you know, I'm glad that there are so many young people with so much body confidence yeah. that they yes. actually feel good walking around sort of semi-naked because, you know, some of them are bigger than that plus-size yeah. Nike model. And yeah. so I'm glad that they have so much body confidence. However, you know, I think you, you do need to be appropriate. Yeah. You know, you need to be appropriate for where you are and... You you know yes beaches some beaches are okay to maybe go topless but some beaches aren't you know if there are lots of kids around and you know you're with your like boyfriend and all his mates isn't it a bit weird it's kind of like your boyfriend or your husband's mates are seeing you in basically just Pants. yeah just a g-string so that that's like underwear 
essentially. Yeah. Topless and naked incompleteness almost. And I'm just gonna say, is it fishnet? Yeah. Oh, the mesh. Yeah. The yeah. mesh, yeah. It doesn't matter the size of mesh. It doesn't matter the color. It doesn't matter who's wearing it, what size they are, how tall they are, how slim they are, how, nobody looks good in it. Especially, <laughs> like, especially the lovely lady in matching orange neon thong and neon meshness that that assaulted me or assaulted my eyes as I left the loo oh I missed that one it was like looking at the sun it burnt my retinas it was it was quite bad but I feel like it was the colour and the mesh and and the butt and the (laughs) g-string I feel like it was everything there it was just a hot mess the whole package was wrong yeah Yeah. I mean yeah people make mistakes I guess (laughs) what can I say I I, I saw a lot of um, people taking selfies and I remember the sort of stuff that I have especially from the 90s where I was going through my lumberjack oversized t-shirt and shirt over shirt phase with roll net and I was just thinking you're really going to regret letting anybody take those photos like at least mine had to be printed out and I can destroy them anytime these are probably going to be listen there is a couple of photos of me wearing a shell suit (laughs) (laughs) nice that is the good thing about our generation olden days nothing will instantly appear on social media sorry Osma yeah fine I don't think I don't think I've ever done anything that I've been embarrassed buy that up and on social media? I think it's yeah, nothing you that you now, but if you, look, you look back and go, wow. What was I, I, I thinking when I wore that? Yeah. That was fashionable. I, I do. do avoid putting any pictures of myself though, just so in the future I don't look back, I don't be like, why? Why do I do this to myself? I do feel like there is a massive reinsurgence of the very early 90s in terms of fashion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Lots of coloured coloured jeans I had a green pair yeah Ooh, and the hairband the puffy hairbands yeah yeah they come back and they didn't look good the first time and they should have died that's kind of what fashion is though isn't it it's recycling it kind of goes round in a big loop it does yeah I just wish the loop would sometimes just edit out the bad stuff skip like a record (laughs) (laughs) anyway thank you very much ladies for joining me on this holiday and also joining me on this podcast Mm -hmm. And we're going to finish up for today because it's now, I think, one o'clock in the morning and we're freezing cold on the balcony. Some of us remember to bring a blanket. Thank you very much and tune in for the next episode. Bye. Well, where do they fly out? Because they're all just going in that way. Do they I think they end? come out they the do. other end. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, like we're going to stop talking about poo and fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>